Welcome to Coles on the Coast, the podcast where we talk about riding the waves of sustainability, preparedness, and living the small homestead life. I'm Charlie, and today I guess I'm going to do a top 10 of the best um, seasonings or sauces to have in your kitchen to elevate your cooking skills. Um, now, prerequisite is that you need cooking skills. If you don't know how to cook, you need to learn how to cook right you you need to know how to to saute some onions and garlic and not burn them you need to know how to cook some spaghetti and they actually you know the noodles actually taste good and be done you know um you need to be able to cook something that's not from a box i mean i understand hamburger helper and mac and cheese those are some family staples that are you know they're quick and easy and they're delicious sometimes but you, you've got to, to elevate that, that cooking level. Now, let's say that you do have some skills of cooking, right? If you're listening to this, you're at least somewhat preparedness-minded, and you probably have some cooking skills that you can use to make a pretty decent meal. Now, what tends to get left out, though, is how seasonings can really modify and change a recipe. And that's kind of going to be what we talk about today. And what I'll try to do, this isn't really like a top 10 best, but this is some of the top things that I use when I'm cooking. Right? And I don't even think it's 10. Um, But like the first one, real salt. Not just, you know, it's not a... uh, I'm not just describing something. That's actually the brand, Redmond Real Salt. Um, if you've never had real Himalayan pink salt, it's a kind of a different thing, right? It's got a different texture to it. It's kind of got some crunchy bits in it. But Redmond salt is kind of like Himalayan salt, except instead of coming from the Himalayas, it comes from Utah. Apparently, there's a ancient sea salt deposit in the, in the middle of Utah, and it looks identical to Himalayan salt, but it's got such a delicious flavor to it. It can be slightly sweet. It, I mean, they advertise it as if you could put it on popcorn and give it to somebody, and they could almost think that you put MSG on the popcorn because it's got a certain umami taste to it. But it, it's so delicious. I mean, yeah, it's like regular salt, but... You know, the the Morton iodized salt kind of has that chemically taste to it, but the Redmond salt it's a it's a completely different balance kind of taste for salt. Um, you know, you you'd be hard pressed to accidentally oversalt it if you're adding salt to your to your recipe. Um, the next one, I guess we could say Malden salt or Maldon, whatever, however they say that name. Um, but it's it's a it is a sea salt from the United Kingdom that's it's like handmade in these big kettles and they bring in the sea salt or the, the sea water and they put it in these kettles and they evaporate it out and it makes these little pyramid shaped flakes and sometimes they can get relatively big they can be about the size of a pea and uh, the whole idea is that you grab a, a big like let's say you cooked a steak right you cooked it and you fried it in the frying pan with a little bit of garlic butter and 
a little bit of rosemary and then when it's done you take that thing out and you lay it on the cutting board and as it's resting you take a pinch of the salt and you take and you crunch the salt over the top of it and it crunches all out and you've got these nice big salt flakes on the steak to add just that little bit of pop when you, when you eat a bite of it um, that's I mean that's it's a finishing salt is what it is and it, it does fantastically no sh you know I wouldn't add it to let's say my grits or something like that just because you're not gonna get the same effect it's gonna taste like salt but the whole idea is that you've got this crunchy little bite of finishing salt that gives whatever you're cooking just a great um, salty taste um, I guess since we're in the certain profiles of flavors, right? We're, we're talking about salt. Um, let's talk about umami for a minute. Um, so there, there's like two or three things here that I'll that I'll use. Well, I mean, I guess you could say four things because soy sauce is in here as well, but I don't use it as often. Um, MSG, so Ajinomoto brand MSG in small quantities on certain things adds a level of flavor that you can achieve with salt you, you just can't it's not it's not something there's a there's a mushroomy yeasty taste to the to the um, MSG and it's something that you just cannot replicate with anything else I well I say that you could use like a mushroom powder or a hydrolyzed soy protein or you could use a little bit of soy sauce but you're not looking for that salt portion you're looking for the deliciousness flavor so just a little thing of MSG in the cabinet can go a long way when you're looking for that particular taste um, some Lee and Perrin's Worcestershire sauce or um, what I like to use I like I like two. I like Lee and Perrin's because it's the classic, the original, good taste and stuff. And then there's a new one called W Sauce. Bear and Burton's W Sauce. And it's a South Florida version of Worcestershire sauce. And the difference between the two is that the, the Bear and Burton's W sauce is a lot sweeter than the um, the Worcestershire sauce, the Lee and Perrin's. But they're both delicious. They both add a kind of a fishy horseradish taste to it because they've got anchovies and horseradish in them. They add a little bit of spice. So when you're cooking stews or stuff like that, you know, you're looking for that. It's You've got it almost perfect and you're like, what? I'm missing that little bit of something, that, you know, that little bit of tingle on the back of the throat that makes this stew taste just superb. A little bit of that Liam Perrin's kick it right in the right direction um, now another one that a lot of people don't realize that you can use as a seasoning is um, Angostura bitters right this is something that's usually in the cocktail cabinet uh, but if you think about it if you let's say you've got a, a dish that's a little bit too sweet right let's say you get chili and you're like this chili tastes like sweet salsa it's not tasting like a good hearty chili stew type dinner right 
you add a little bit of bitters to it to kind of bring bring down that sweet and bring up the little the little bit of bitterness and you don't have to use a lot but the little bit that you add changes it such that it will balance out overly sweet um, foods and, and this is different than using salt because salt nece doesn't necessarily balance it out sometimes adding salt to a sweeter dish will make it even sweeter than that right because you're picking up on a little bit of salt taste and then it, it kind of elevates the um, the sweetness but when you add the bitterness to it it actually toned down the uh, the sweet taste and so that, that, that's a good place to use it I mean um, what we've done in the past is take turnips and do roasted turnips with like rosemary and then as we're mixing it up with some like avocado oil, rosemary and salt, we add a little bit of Angostura bitters to it and that just adds a delicious flavor to the, the turnips. And you just roast them in the oven at like 425 for 20 minutes until they're nice and tender and it's like eating potatoes. I mean, and the Angostura just adds a nice little extra taste to it. Uh, let's see. Now there's a, a couple of seasoning mixes that I like to use and I'll go ahead and say this that two of them are local to where I'm at and one of them I'm having to two of those local ones I'm having to actually make on my own but so Spike Seasoning Magic which was uh, something developed by Gaylord Hauser he this is back in the 70s when everybody, or 60s, when everyone was making uh, the magic seasoning blends, right? There's like 39 different components to the seasoning blend. And it's kind of changed its formula over the years. But it tastes pretty daggum good. I mean, it adds a little bit of saltiness. It adds a little bit of umami flavor. It doesn't have MSG, so to speak. I mean, it has um, glutamates in it but it doesn't have just the the processed MSG it's got like hydrolyzed corn or soy protein in it depending on which version you get and uh, it comes in a salt free version a salted version but it's got all these weird uh, seasonings in it too it's got like fenugreek and uh, horseradish powder and all sorts of different things and it's it's good on eggs or it's good on um, popcorn sometimes um, another one that's good on popcorn is uh, table tasty I think it's Benson's table tasty and it's basically it's a salt free seasoning that basically uses uh, flavors sour tart flavors in order to kind of replicate that uh, that salty taste that you get it's uh, I'm gonna say this and it's gonna sound crazy but it's more of an electrifying taste, right? Because you get that tartness and it makes your tongue kind of zap and zing. Um, but, I mean, it's good too. It's really delicious. And, uh, let's see, the other, one of the other ones, all right, so I'll go ahead and say, the local one that you can actually buy at the store and buy online is called Keys Southern Spice. And a young girl in Fairhope developed this 
and she started her dad helped her start selling it and it's so good it's like a it's like a sweet heat um southern style rub you could use it for other stuff like you they say that you can make tacos with it although it's probably a little bit too sweet to do tacos with but i mean i like to use it on pork butts i like to use it on ribs it's my go-to like rub just because it's got this nice bit of smokiness and heat to it and add that with a little bit of mustard barbecue sauce and it's just so delicious and then uh or with sweet baby rays but we can't do the high fructose corn syrup because my son is kind of allergic to it so we go with stuff that's made with simple sugars or just plain corn syrup so the the mustard one is just one that we ended up with um and then the other one is uh what is it called four brothers and it used to have a different name it's like four brothers all year seasoning or all season blend or something like that but it's a it was developed by a few guys that I go to church with and it's got fennel seed in it it's got garlic and garlic and onion and red pepper and but the fennel seed is what really makes it a different thing and it's good on steaks and it's good on burgers and when you use a little bit of dales to marinate the meat and then use that four brothers seasoning on it man it's something else it you know it's something that's just absolutely delicious and fantastic um now the last like little section is about hot sauce right um that's something that a lot of people like to use but um what i've found is that there are two different styles of hot sauce that can really change the way a meal tastes and one style is the tabasco hot sauce right it's made with tabasco uh peppers and it has this kind of rich heat flavor to it um you know they used to call it uh a seized what is it like a a pepper seasoning and a salt sea they had some weird uh, marketing gimmick where they said that it you know one drop was all that you needed to season a whole pot of beans or something to give it heat and to give it salt um but i mean we know that that's not necessarily completely accurate but that tabasco that it's got a particular flavor profile to it and then crystal hot sauce or any other cayenne pepper based hot sauce those hot sauces have a really bright kind of taste to them because the cayenne peppers are, are more bright the tabasco are more more dim i mean I, I, talking in bright and dim but tabasco is kind of deep and rich and then the crystal stuff is just kind of bright and hot. I mean, it's the difference between, like, buffalo wings, right? You're not going to take and mix Tabasco with butter and put them on buffalo wings because the flavor is not right. It just isn't. But if you use a cayenne-based pepper or cayenne pepper-based hot sauce, you can mix that with butter and make a delicious um, wing sauce. And then the flavor profile fits, and it's good, and it's tasty, and it's uplifting. But those two, I think that those are two of the best ones for you know any sort of heat that you may want to add 
to to something. Um, uh, one that I personally enjoy is the Old Bay hot sauce. Um, it's just it's my absolute favorite for some reason. Um, I do like Old Bay and just the the celery seed taste that's added in that hot sauce. It's a cayenne based one and it's just it, it's good. It's a little bit expensive. I don't buy it all the time, but when I've got it, I'll use it in you know certain things. And it's better than a buffalo sauce, like a buffalo wing sauce. It's kind of got the same thickness to it, but it's a good uh, flavor and it's a good consistency. And it's something that I would just recommend for anyone to try. Let's see. I, I mean, we could probably think of a few more things, you know, what kind of other seasonings to get. But the, the kind of the scope of this was just these simple things. Like, you could do a really good meal just using these particular seasonings. And they're not something that's super common all the time in every kitchen, right? Um, some of them are, you know, everybody's got some Worcestershire sauce. But just trying to process the different types of flavors you can get from different seasonings, that's, that, that's the main point of this. Um... We'll eventually do an episode where I talk about uh, different gadgets for the kitchen. And some of them, they don't make anymore. But what would be cool is if we could get some of them, get enough people liking these gadgets that we can actually buy the molds from the companies because most of them still have molds. I've, I've been in contact with a couple of them and they do still have molds. So we could get them and then inject them and mold them ourselves. Or take it and scan it and then 3D print them. I mean, I don't know. But, um, that would be something something cool to think about and to do. But uh, I've got several different uh, gadgets that I find just essential in the kitchen. Just because they work well and they do things more efficiently than standard um, appliances. But, anyway... That's been a, a little episode. If you like what we do and you want to support us, you can visit us at colesonthecoast.com. Um, on there, we've got a Buy Me a Coffee widget. You can click the Buy Me a Coffee widget and purchase a coffee. Um, that helps support us and what we do. You can also call Charlie's Small Engines. Um, we're a mobile small engine repair service. We'll come to you, and if we need to, I mean, if you want to, you can bring it to us, but we'll come to you and uh, we'll get you fixed up and running. Uh, and if you want violin or piano lessons, you can call Jessica, and uh, she can get you hooked up with a lesson. I think she's getting... She's still got that one lesson slot left. So, I mean... And she can do it over Zoom, too. Don't, don't think that you have to be local to do it. If you're far away and you want to learn how, or you want to just learn a little bit about music... You can call her, and you could even zoom in and do a do a lesson that way. All right. Um, don't forget there were also Amazon affiliates, and what I'll do is for all of the different products that I talked about, I'll put an Amazon affiliate link, and then um, you can go and purchase it from Amazon through our affiliate link and help us out that way, right? If you use Amazon Prime or, you know, and you get Amazon stuff all the time, just click on one of our affiliate links and 
after you've clicked that, anything you search while you're on that page or after you've gotten Amazon through our link will benefit us. It's not a lot, but it'll get us going in the right direction. So don't forget that. Um, you know, anything that I add Amazon-wise will be affiliate links now. I won't always do that because sometimes there's certain things that are not good that are on Amazon. But for the most part, um, most of these items are available on Amazon. Um, you could also just go to Walmart and get most of them. But anyway, until next time, this has been Coles on the Coast.